Welcome, everybody. It is that time again. It's Thursday. It's 8 o'clock. It might be a little bit past 8, but that's okay. We had some audio gremlins that we were dealing with. So uh, it is time for another Get Off My Lawn podcast. So we are glad to have everybody along with us tonight. And uh, I'm not sure who's making noise, so I'm just going to put a mute on there. All right. Um, it's uh, We're going to have some fun tonight. So Real quick, a couple things that I want to uh, mention, like always, before we get rolling here. We'll put this up on the uh, the bottom of the screen. If you are watching us live tonight, we want to know that you are out there. So go ahead and take advantage of that live chat feature uh, on the YouTube side. On Facebook, it's not a special chat. It's just if you're watching this live, then you can make those comments. And we get to see them. And we can respond to them if we need to. We can answer questions. We can uh, put cool comments up that pertain to the to the conversation. All kinds of fun stuff. So uh, so much better than than uh, pre recorded or even even live TV. It's so much better to do this because we can actually interact with you. And if you don't like what we have to say, you can tell us right here in real time. So uh, so drop those comments out there. And again, uh, if you uh, if you're joining us for the first time, we want to know where you're joining us from. You don't have to be real specific, but uh, at least give us a, a major city or a state, and we can kind of go from there. So, all righty, we're going to, uh, there we go, we'll bring everybody up on the screen. Let's do, what do you guys like? Do you like this view, or do you like this view better? Do I need to trim my nose hairs? I'm good. <laughs> okay, we're going to call this view number one, and this is view number two. Best part about live interactive uh, shows is that you can tell us in the, in the comments which one you like better. So view number one, view number two. Let us know, and, and that's what I will start using uh, moving forward tonight and, and the, in subsequent weeks here. Uh, real quick, before we uh, get rolling, a couple things that I do want to mention. We are a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. So if you are uh, looking for some good podcasts about guns, about freedom, about the Second Amendment, about just all kinds of things that, uh, that, that we all care about, which is probably why you're here in the first place. Uh, if you want some more like-minded stuff, then go out and uh, check out sdrn but make sure you do it after we're done here because we don't want you to miss out on anything going on tonight unless you're good enough at multitasking that you can get away with it but uh, go to self-defense radio network that's sdrn.us not com or org or any of those it's sdrn sierra delta romeo november dot uniform sierra uh if that helps a little bit so go check all all the Never mind, I can't talk again this week. Go check out all the great shows over there on the Self-Defense Radio Network. And uh, yeah, you'll find this one too, because they're, like I said, all the great shows are over there. This is the best show that nobody's watching. So that brings me to my next point, please. Mash that share button. Get this link out to everybody and share this show. Let's uh, let's grow this as, as big as we can. All right, real quick here, we're going to say hello to our uh, our our motley crew that we have with us tonight, our, uh, our, what do I want to say? Our, our ragtag bunch, usual um, suspects, the usual suspects. Yeah. 
a few usual suspects, a few unusual suspects. We'll get to everybody here. Uh, first off, you know what? We're just going to say hello to uh, the, the fully semi-official co-host. Defense Dad is in the house. How are you, sir? Oh, pretty good. I was, I was smoking in the boys' room, you know, with Motley Crew stuff. So, <laughs> okay then. I think that they actually uh, they frown upon that. Just so you know, yeah, uh, sissies. We can't be allowing smoking in the boys. We we, we here at Sand Hills Media do not promote uh, tobacco use, especially for anybody underage, uh, which is usually where there's a boys' room. Is in a school you can't use tobacco on a school uh, campus either. There, that's true. Is that my my goody goody? disclaimer for the night also none of us are health experts so if we talk about anything about uh the super sars then uh, we're not doctors and we're not giving you any kind of expert medical advice although it looks like mike maybe did stay at holiday and express last night i am a licensed physician assistant in the philippines philippine islands i went to the sweetwater institute of leg shaving and sensitivity salon in Quezon city i have that certificate on my wall that is awesome. Okay, so I stand corrected. The rest of us are not medical professionals, uh, nor are we uh, legal professionals, or uh, most of us are not even law enforcement officers. Um, anyway, if we give any kind of uh, opinions, they are our own. They have nothing to do with any other organizations we may or may not be part of. And uh, you know what? It's just, If you don't understand all this stuff, then you're probably dumb. Uh, we're all grown-ups around here, and hopefully even the kids that watch this show are smart enough to understand that if you watch things on the internet, maybe you should check them out before you just blindly believe them and do what they say. So there you go. There's been what? a public service announcement for the night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving right along, let's go through our cast of characters here. Uh, looking at the screen to my right, Defense Dad's left. Uh, we've got Captain Paul Lathrop of the uh, the USS Enterprising Endeavor. I don't know. That's, like that. That's actually D-model. my right. He's, he's on my right, not my left. He's well on the screen. He's on your right, but he's off to your left shoulder. And may anyway. I say, I also hardly oh, yeah. endorse the Self Defense Radio Network, which you can find at sdrn.us. <clears throat> there you go. Yes, Paul. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. I'm Thank glad you, for you had time uh, there with all your, your duties on the bridge of the Enterprise to uh, to give us a little bit of your time tonight. So we appreciate you. All right. We're just going to wrap around here clockwise. Let's go down to uh, everybody's favorite tactical teacher uh, coming to us from the capital city of Lincoln, <laughs> Nebraska. And again, ladies, he's single. He likes long walks on the beach to the gun store, pina mm-hmm. coladas and getting caught in the rain. Also, the occasional IPA. So, oh, no, 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 darks. You know, if you're if you're going to hand me an IPA, I'm not going to say no. Ladies, if you're IPA fans, I'll buy them for you. But uh, there you go. Yeah, man. So but but again, the long walks in the rain, no particular order doesn't mess. doesn't matter necessarily. So, but yeah, no, man, appreciate the invite. Thank you very much. It's always good to be here. And uh, again, check out my YouTube channel, Travis P11. Got a lot of good stuff on it. And it's going to be a good show tonight. I think it's going to be a great discussion. Heck yeah. Ladies, if you're interested, the way to Travis's heart is through the ammo counter. I'm just yes. saying. Yes. If if it's, a, if it's you know, you go out, you, you meet on a mutual uh, mutual agreed location at the gun range and you bring your own ammo. And especially if you bring your own AR-15, uh, you're going to get attention from him. I guarantee it. Just 
just throwing that out there. We're not here to match make, but if no, we can if no. we can make it happen, mm -hmm. I'm just saying. So maybe right. you hit that share button, share this with all your single <laughs> female friends who are we have an age limit above above the age of 35. Like, yeah, uh, 35 to 45. There you 30 go. 30 to 45. Yeah, let's just go 30 to 45. Let's just throw it out there. So, yeah. That's right. She's She's got to have an AR-15 and a well, uh, tactical shotgun. To her, that's that's please, not an issue. So, yeah. Please send pictures of the <laughs> AR-15s and the tactical shotguns. There Do you I go. hear 50? <laughs> nice. 45. Yeah. All right. Well, defense dad is is also eligible. So uh, so mm -hmm. again, we've we've got no shortage of eligible uh, young, mm -hmm. not as young as they used to be, fellas on the show. <laughs> All right. So speaking of eligible, this guy is uh, completely off the market. Sorry, ladies. But uh, next up, we've got Mike Piwarski with us, who is uh, known as the Beer Dude. It is. It's right in the. It's right in the name. I didn't make that part up. That's the. It's the one thing I got stuck with. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. For anybody that actually speaks Polish, you, then you already knew what that meant. But uh, but yeah, that's that's what it is. How are we tonight, sir? Doing pretty good. Great to be here. Always a pleasure. And uh, you know, looking forward to how the night goes. How it goes. How it ensues. Where we end up. You never. Yeah, know. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> but it's actually gonna be. If it's fun, it's because I'm gonna get a little torqued off here in a little bit when i get into this because because it really made me mad so I'll, I'll explain what's up uh but last but not least coming to us from that undisclosed location deep underground somewhere near nebraska kansas the center of the u.s we're not sure exactly uh where this guy is because he won't even tell us let alone anybody else but pat is in the bunker tonight how are you i'm doing good and i've got to say Captain, I just can't do it. The dilithium crystals are getting too warm. <laughs> wow. You just got a what in the world from the producer. I'm just saying. No, I, I, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I just, I just, I, I seen the Enterprise and that was the first thing that popped in my head with Scotty. So, so here's what I need. First and foremost, for those of you out there watching live after the fact on replay, doesn't matter if you know somebody that can teach Pat how to speak with a Scottish accent, please get in touch with us. <laughs> oh my goodness. Scottish is one of those accents that's out there, but yeah. unless you are a Scots man or woman, or you've spent time there, it's really hard to nail that one down. But you know what? I think most of us knew what, what that was, except for, my beautiful bride who doesn't have a lot of experience with the Star Trek franchise. In her defense, that's mostly my fault because we don't watch those near enough at, at our house. Okay, so we've got everybody introduced. Real quick, before we move along, uh, I do want to, uh, to mention we do have a sponsor tonight. So this week, our show is brought to you by Garrett Keel at Open Country Firearms in Osmond, Nebraska. Garrett's goal with Open Country was to create a great storefront and assist responsible gun owners in new and used purchases, custom orders, transfers, and more. He's always been an advocate for the Second Amendment and thought opening his own gun store would be an excellent way to help shooters get what they want and connect with new people. You can call Garrett at 402-841-0970 or visit OpenCountryFirearms.com. For some of the best deals on new and used firearms, 
ammunition, new, not used, uh, and now suppressors. And just let him know that uh, that you heard about him here that we sent you over there. Um, you need to use the uh, the phone number and get in touch with Garrett. It is getting to be that time of year where his day job takes up a lot of his daytime hours. So he is uh, he's jobs. trying to keep the store open a little more in the evenings. Um, and uh, he's always willing to make an appointment with somebody to uh, to open up when uh, when the, the office isn't open. But uh, just get in touch with him and set up that time with him because I never I can't keep track of him. He's got uh, a lot of irons in the fire this time of year. But thanks, Garrett, for everything that you do to help us out keeping the show on the air. All right. So first of all, let's let's get through the, the big stuff. And you guys know how I do this. I don't like talking about what's always in the headlines because that makes this show, if all we covered was the headlines, this show would be interesting for the first couple days. And then everybody would have forgotten about what we talked about. And you go back a year or two down the road and, and you're like, well, I don't care about any of this stuff because it's all ancient history. So I like to talk more about ideas and concepts than I do about the actual current events. That being said, um, one of the things that I want to talk about tonight stems from the fact that unless you're living under a, a big rock uh, or you're not part of the, the 2A or, or gun world news uh, circles, then uh, you've probably heard that uh, there was a group of families, uh, survivors of the Sandy Hook victims, who sued Remington, who owned Bushmaster. It was a Bushmaster rifle that that animal used to uh, to murder kids over at that Sandy Hook shooting. We're not going to name his name tonight. And uh, please, even in the comments, don't put his name up. We're not going to dignify that animal with, uh, with what his name was. Uh, we're, we'll just call him that animal or that murderer because those are the two best descriptions I can think of. Um, I'm not even willing to acknowledge that, that he's a human being, so I'm going to call him an animal. Anyway, um, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to talk a little bit about the fact that uh, there was a settlement. It happened a couple days ago. And, well, first of all, a federal judge didn't throw this lawsuit out of court the way that it should have been. Because we, we have laws in place that say that gun manufacturers aren't responsible for the people that choose to do evil with their product the the product was not built to murder children and the fact that some animal decided to uh to kill his mother and steal that item and then use it in an evil way that has absolutely zero blowback on who built it uh so everybody right now is talking about that and if you want to have a, a deep conversation about how this is a slippery slope and it's going to allow for a lot of manufacturers to get sued. And uh, the whole purpose of this is to uh, try and, and let the courts take out these, these gun manufacturers that the, the government can't actually tell them to shut down. You know, it's just another way to, to pick away at them. Those conversations are everywhere right now. We don't need to get into all the nuance there. Uh, so we're going to acknowledge it and, and we're going to talk a little bit about it, but, uh, for the most part, um, I mean, you can find, you can find that news everywhere. I do want to get some opinions though on, on what you guys think, because I, uh, from what NSSF, uh, put out in their statement about this, 
basically what's happened is the company that that got sued the old remington for those of you that don't know remington as it was is gone and the company that got sued in that lawsuit is gone um this among many many other reasons led to the bankruptcy that caused that company to break up and all its subsidiaries got sold off so remington the actual gun manufacturer uh is is in one place and marlin's in one place and the remington ammo is is owned yet by somebody else and all of these little divisions that were part of this group of companies they've all been broken up now which means that the company listed in the lawsuit is not even a company anymore so really what's happened is now we've got this estate that is responsible so it's going to come back on basically the the insurance companies it looks like if this gets paid out, uh, it's not even going to be Remington that takes the hit for this. Um, and it's not a judgment. So this was settled out of court um, basically to to just make it go away. Um, so, so what do you guys think? I know a lot of people are mad that Remington settled, but Remington didn't settle. So, Remington had no choice in the matter at all. No, no, especially Remington today. Today's Remington... It, is not even part of this. So, so the, the first question I have is $73 million. Is there $73 million anywhere to even give to, to the plaintiffs on this? I mean, well, are they going to get their money? A third to half of it. Cause that's going to the attorneys. Mm-hmm. Well, there, there's a cap that they can get, but yeah, attorneys are going to get a piece. Yeah. Um, yeah, listen, it's going to come out of your pockets. Whoever happens to have the same insurance company as the current insurance company was that did that, your rates are going to go up. You're not going to know who it is because it's all uh, in a non-disclosure yeah. agreement. And, um, uh, you know, so it's it, everybody's going to end up paying for it. And like you said, like Paul just said, it wasn't this wasn't Remington that settled. This was their insurance company, some some guilty Northeast insurance company. And, and, uh, and John, you said um, this should have been thrown out under PLACA, this. The reason it wasn't is this isn't state court. This doesn't. This didn't go to federal court. Uh, this okay. is inside a Connecticut state supreme court. Uh, excuse me, a Connecticut superior court, and the Connecticut state supreme court said Placa doesn't apply. So, okay. listen, if somebody, if they could find somebody to actually claim ownership to Remington and appeal it, they could probably get it appealed because it's it's it now it's at the where it has to go to the next level, which would be you know, the, the federal Supreme court. So it never made it out of state court, which is why the, uh, the protection of lawful arms and commerce act, uh, uh, their state Supreme court rejected that argument. Okay. All right. See, you learn something every day and that's, that's good to know because I was a little bit concerned when the judge wouldn't throw that out anyway. And this, that's old news. I mean, that's several years ago that, that, that came through. Um, so, so really what I want to, get into tonight um the discussion i want to have it's not even so much about remington or about sandy hook or about this um this lawsuit as it is one of the things that as this was coming out and they were people are talking about the the settlement because even the big news outlets are are hearing about that and, and talking about it a little bit and again the places that are alarmist, they're starting to make you a little bit or trying to make you concerned that, uh, you know, all the gun makers are about to get sued. And please tune in and make sure that you subscribe to, to my stuff so that I'll keep you informed when this happens. 
it's not as bad, I don't think, as what some people are making it out to be. But as I'm reading about this, listening to some of these shows, that the, the news shows that I am hearing some of this about, one of the things that was brought to my attention was that uh, part of the, the reason that those families sued Bushmaster, or not the reason, but part of their uh, their grounds, I guess, is is that uh, some of the advertisements that Bushmaster had had put out, they say promoted violence and made made this happen. The ad that Bushmaster put out, and I'm going to put this up on the screen. Give me a second here to uh, share this tab. 1,001, uh, 1,002, 1,003. There we go. A couple seconds. All <laughs> right. So, so consider your man card reissued. This is one of the ads that I know was was talked about. And uh, this was, uh, apparently, this was used as, no pun intended, ammunition against Bushmaster, against Remington. But Remington at the time, that group, uh, what was it? Remington Outdoor Companies or something like that owned Bushmaster Firearms, and so um, well, this was one of the ads that was running at the time, and, and they were using this as as grounds that uh, you know these things are are built to uh, to just to to shoot innocent people, and uh, they're trying to promote violence. Now. I want to talk tonight about the the mental gymnastics required and the huge leap required to go from um, consider your man card reissued to, oh my gosh, uh, being a man means that you're going to get one of these rifles and, and kill somebody. So, all right, we're going to pull that down off the screen. Uh, alrighty. Uh, so what I really want to get into is in what way is being a man or does being a man, let's do this, uh, in what way does being, a? Whoops, sorry, you, I forgot you have that button. Um, what does that have anything to do with what happened at Sandy Hook? Because what, as soon as I heard that, and I heard that, that having your man card has something to do with uh, a murderous animal going, taking an illegal firearm or uh, taking a firearm illegally rather uh, into a school and, and using it to commit murder that has zero to do with being a man. And uh, we don't have any females on the panel tonight. And I don't think any of the panelists uh, identify as females. Um, so we're not going to get a female perspective from the panel, but any ladies, that would be out there watching your your opinions are welcome in the comments um but when it comes to being a man violence is not what i think about not not what being a man really is now there's a difference and i'm going to throw this out first and foremost just as uh, to lay the the groundwork here there's a difference between being male and being a man and it has nothing to do with gender identity or pronouns or anything like that that we're just talking about what it what it truly means to be a man to be male to be masculine um and and how what's the word toxic that, that comes into play now people are throwing that one around uh you know i've said this a lot if it's 
if it's toxic, it's not truly masculine. And if it's truly masculine, it's not toxic. So as a man who took exception to the very notion that anything to do with my man card involves murdering innocent people, uh, if that doesn't piss you off, fellas, it should. I don't know why it wouldn't, because mm-hmm. it made me super mad. Um, so I kind of want to get everybody's yeah. opinions of uh, just what it means to to truly be a man. Um, a lot of you have kids, and and a lot of you have uh, kids that are that are males, and you know you're you've taught them, or you will teach them to. Uh, to be a man um, either now or, or in the future. And so what does it mean to you? We don't necessarily have to call on, on everybody, but I, I kind of want to hear most everybody's opinion tonight. So we'll just kind of take turns. I'll kick this one off. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> when I saw that ad <clears throat> and it's been a while ago since that ad was put up, uh, been a while ago since there was a bushmaster to put the ads up (laughs) right exactly exactly actually i've still got one of the original cases that they came out with um anyway what that meant to me as far as as a man it from my heart and everything from my stance is that here is a weapon, just another tool in your t- and your family. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. It's just a tool, just like anything else, just like the pliers that I wear on my hip or the knife that I carry in my pocket or anything. And that means whether I'm at home or on the road or just out and about for a walk or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So what that meant to me was it was just another tool saying, oh, hey, maybe I need to go, maybe I need to go check this gun out, see if maybe this is something that I could use to defend myself and my family. Mm-hmm. As far as my perspective, I, I, I can only speak for myself on that, but that's what I took it as when I saw that ad. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of ways that they've marketed stuff and everything, but I thought that was kind of a catchy little phrase just saying, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll go check this out just from a man's point of view. That's all I can say. And at no point when you saw that ad or if you've ever um, held or owned a Bushmaster rifle, I mean, at no point were you ever tempted to go commit a crime commit uh you know violence against somebody right exactly and that's why i think the ad was that that was a that's one of the longest stretches that i've ever seen when it comes to just that picture sure how can you read so much into a picture like that that stretches it i mean it's from here to pluto that's how sure. far of a stretch in my mind it is. It's that that's how big of a stretch it is. No, and I'm I'm a family man, married, you know, it, at no point in time did I ever think, oh, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna go use this for evil. No. I'm a sane, level-headed person. 
exactly. Right? <laughs> Cut up many minutes. Right. Anyway, uh, no, uh, that's what I thought. I mean, it's, it, it, I can't see any murderous undertones or anything coming from that. Sure. It's stretched right. from here to Pluto. All right. Anybody else on the panel um, want to weigh in on what manhood means to you? And then when you see that ad, does uh, does it affect you in any way? Paul, you're muted. We can't hear you. There we go. Uh, Enterprise, come I, in. Enterprise, come in. <laughs> yeah, I. Sorry, I'm. It's okay. I'm not used to sitting quiet so long. I've got a big mouth, and I like <laughs> to run it. So go ahead. Now's your chance. <laughs> Um, this whole man card thing, I've been waiting to go off on this for a while. Um, I really honestly considered myself a true man somewhere in my early twenties. And when this whole man card came out and this, 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 how the hell dare you decide if I'm a man or not, and whether I have a card that I have to turn in or not. Who the hell are you to decide whether I am a grown man or not? Uh, the, screw you. Pardon my French. Um, yep, thanks for keeping it clean. And I, <clears throat> that the, and this, the, and, and when I, when I seen that, honestly, I, the first time I seen that ad was tonight. It was the first time it came to my attention. Okay. Uh, and, I the thought that came to my head was boy if I'd have seen that at the time that would have missed because I know what I am I don't I don't need to play for anybody else so if they were marketing that for me that would have been a huge miss I'm very comfortable in what I am um and the the whole thing of you know, maybe maybe if they were going for Mike, because I know Mike's very effeminate, and 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 maybe he needs to be secured in himself. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you it's know, the goatee that really sets that off there. It's more for me. I'm the guy without the beard, so I got to supplement it with an AR-15. So there you no, go. Oh, he does have lovely eyes. I'll put it that way. I just <laughs> at least he can admit it. Yeah, I, I'm. The, the whole man card thing that just that just absolutely rubs me the wrong way. Uh, I'm not afraid to admit I drink a lot of creamer in my coffee because I like the darn taste and I've got taste buds that can discern it. So, you know, if that means I need to turn in my man card, you know, again, mm, bad <laughs> word you. <laughs> so, so when you look at that ad, you see more of the fact that. If you don't have one of these, then you're less of a man or not a man at all. No, is, I'm, is, is I'm, that what you think is that they're they're meaning with that ad? I'm just trying to figure out what are... it's 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 a judgment thing. You're passing judgment. It's a okay. it's a you, you you well yeah kind of it is kind of a manly thing you know like like you're trying like to push manly is saying that uh, if you have one of these, then you truly are manly. Mm -hmm. um, but if you didn't have one, then you weren't manly. Is that what you are getting from the ad? Yeah. Okay. All right. Just just to clarify. All well, right. Anybody else? 
Yeah, let's be real. So my degree is in advertising. That's what I went to school for. I don't do it for a living anymore. But that was just a slogan invented to to sell guns to make it appealing to to people. Um, sure. So and so as far as a man, I'll address that here in a minute. But what this lawsuit su- successfully did was, in addition to you know partially costing a company their business, it's for advertise companies can advertise their guns and their products going forward because they don't want to have a lawsuit for like this as for the whole man card part thing you know that i i don't i don't really like that term either we joke about it but like i grew up in the 80s and and 90s right and although i played sports i i hate watching other it's just it's the most boring thing in the world and I grew up at a time where you told that to you know a bunch of different guys. They're like, "Oh, but you still like girls, right?" Like, not like there's they have their ideas of what it takes to be a man. I know some, I know plenty of guys who have like that, that toxic masculinity. All mm-hmm. every their, their entire lives revolve around sports and that kind of stuff. And they're horrible fathers. They, they ignore their children. To me, being a man is taking care of your family, taking care of your responsibilities. And I will, this may be a little old school, knowing what the business end of a wrench or a screwdriver is. I, I right. um, Part of that, it just gets me into, but it's just, you don't, it's, it, it really annoys me that if you don't fit into a certain category, people question that. But as far as, yeah, as far as the whole, Remington Bushmaster thing. I hate it for advertising because it really did succeed in forced censorship on how you can advertise stuff. Right. And I know this isn't what you're saying, but I, I do want to throw out there in defense of sports, just because a guy likes sports doesn't make him toxic. Uh, no. The guys that are ignoring their kid or ignoring their family because the game is on or, or care more about the the Yankees or the Mets or whoever than um, – you know, watching their own kid go play little league or something like that. Yeah. That's, that's not cool. Um, but, uh, you can, you can be a, a non-toxic male, a true, truly masculine male without, uh, without giving up sports or, or anything else. But again, the key well, to life yeah. is balance, right. And making yeah, and sure that's that... what I was, that's what I was really saying. Like, I just, I know a lot of people, that's all they revolve around, but they, they don't take the time to go to their kids' events. They don't, they, oh, ask your mom that. I'm not, I'm too busy. Like, I've known a lot of people like that, and that, that always bothered me. Sure. Well, and, and those typically tend to be the dads that belittle their, their kids if, if uh, they don't want to play a sport because their glory days are over. They want to live vicariously through their kid. And if, if dad was, you know, an all state quarterback, and junior doesn't have an arm then dad feels embarrassed and so rather than just admit to the fact that it's okay to have you know a son who's not going to be an all-state quarterback uh they want to belittle the kid and make sure that the world remembers how great they were now that's that's what i would call toxic that's not good for the kid and it's it's not good to live in the past um but uh or not well, and I didn't mean to single out sports. I was just I, one I know example. It's just like because, you know, so, I, I've had conversations with. They're like, "What do you mean you like sports?" Like, well, I do other things. I can rebuild a transmission. I, yeah. I can, yeah. And since you 
since you brought that up, I just there's certain things you do in your life that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's okay. I just didn't want Mike getting butt hurt because I, I know he likes watching people hit a ball with a stick and run in circles. So, <laughs> well, diamonds. I, I diamond, diamond is a diamond. We run in diamonds. Isn't that cricket? I, I played tons of sports growing yeah. up. I always loved playing them. I just don't like watching them. Sure. Nope. Totally understandable. Just for Travis, listen, Travis. They actually did a study. They took uh, they took baseball and put it side by side with uh, with cricket. Yes. They took the best things from cricket. And the best things from baseball, and they put it together, and then they just called it baseball because there was anything left from cricket. Yeah. Oh, I thought I became croquet. So, all right, gotcha. <laughs> no, they they all, like, they like, they at least at least in cricket, everyone gets. They were actually entertained. Oh, <laughs> uh, Patriot has a great comment there on the screen. Has nothing to do with sports. It's if you have other priorities over your kids, doesn't matter what guns, sports, nerd stuff. And yeah, that's that's hit. Uh, you hit it straight on the head there. Yeah, and I think be, that listen, that, that was into it. Things. It could be sports, it could be video game, and whatever. If, if sure, you don't, if you don't, to me, being a man is taking care of your. I, I just had this conversation with uh, with a coworker earlier today about uh, uh, somebody that that's having issues where uh, the the PlayStation isn't working right, and I don't understand. And I'm I'm not a gamer. Those of you that are gamers, again. I don't care if you're gamers. You have fun doing what you have fun doing. But what I don't understand is the the people that have a relationship where the guy sits there all evening till all you know all hours of the night playing PlayStation, Call of Duty, whatever it is, with his buddies on his headset, and his his wife, girlfriend, significant other is sitting on the couch next to him thinking they're spending quality time together and he doesn't even know she's in the room. And if she speaks to him, he doesn't even hear her. Again, I question that relationship. I, I know a lot of people exist that way. I don't know how. That's one of the reasons why I don't have an Xbox is because if I'm going to spend that much money, I'm going to play it. But if I play it enough to justify spending the money, then my bride has to suffer because there's other stuff that we could be doing instead. So therefore, as much as I like playing video games, I don't like them enough to uh, make my wife a, a, an Xbox widow out of the deal. And I also like to sleep, so I don't want to stay up all night doing it. So, but again, those of you that can balance that and you like to game and uh, uh, you know, it, the rest of your life doesn't suffer, then I'm not saying don't have an Xbox or a PlayStation. Go have at it. Do what you want to do. Um, but that's it goes back to if you can do that without your family suffering, then you've got it figured out how to be a, a man, a husband, a, a boyfriend, a, uh, a dad, whatever it is, right? Um, so, so that's where kind of part of what I wanted to talk about was just the, you know, what it actually means to be truly masculine and what it means to be toxic because again i find that they are opposite sides of, of a coin they're not at all the same what you, you gotta to man, you gotta find your priorities to... right you've got to find yep. yeah what your priorities are you've got to figure them out and listen and number one is taking care of your family making sure your family's provided for that's both monetarily that's both safety wise that's both the mm -hmm. uh, you know domicile that's loving whatever it happens to be um you've got to make sure your family's taken care of now some of us grew up in you know, different generations, different kind of households, different parts of the country, whatever you want to call it, nature, nurture, however you go. Um, you know, and, and in uh, in my family, you, you got a hug at the funeral. That was about the only time you got one. <laughs> right. um, you, you know, and, and that didn't mean anything 
less to us. It didn't mean anything less of a uh, father, uncle, mother, whoever it happened to be. We knew what was going on. Uh, you know, father worked, uh, uh, you know, hundred hours a week if they gave him a hundred hours a week to work. Cause so, so he could, you know, he could provide, um, there's, there's different ways also, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of them Xbox guys. I, I think the last time I played PlayStation was in Afghanistan on one of my soldiers boxes, you know, however, however many years ago that was. Um, and, um, but you need to have a release too. You, you better have a way to, to find yourself to, to be able to relax, uh, with or without the family. Otherwise you're going to be one of them guys that's dead at 45, 50 years old. You know, you've, you've, you've got to have a way to, to decompress as well, you know, and, mm-hmm. and a lot, listen, a lot of times providing for that family is enough pressure for some people, you know, as it is, you know, to have a, make sure those paychecks, uh, you keep oh, yeah. bringing it in, you know, you, you've got to do, you've got to take care and provide. It doesn't matter to me whether it's sports or, you know, if, if you're into, you know, butterfly collecting, I, I don't care. Um, the, uh, that, that Bushmaster sign, you know, the, the ironic thing about that Bushmaster sign is that's that Bushmaster rifle that was used during those shootings is not that same Bushmaster company. If you remember Bush Bushmaster went out of business, became Wyndham Wep- weaponry, and then new people brought, bought the Bush, the Bushmaster name. And this was the new Bushmaster, not the Bushmaster that was used during the original shooting. So, um, it, it, it's, there wasn't even anybody around to defend it because it wasn't anything that they used. Uh, right. so that this was the reincarnation of Bushmaster. So if you wanted an original Bushmaster, you had to go buy a Wyndham because that's what Bushmaster became. Uh, that's what the original Bushmaster rifle used was, uh, uh, was used during the shooting. So, um, yeah, listen, I, 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 uh, I don't, I don't know that I even like the, the, the term toxic male. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, you know, whether it's macho or whatever the term is that used to be used, you know, I was talking to, Paul, I think I was talking to you about it the other day where um, look who the man of the year is, guys. It's uh, it's Paul Rudd, the, the, the comedian, everyday guy, right? Mm-hmm. When, when I grew up, you had, a, you had two kinds of men, right? You had the Burt Reynolds slash Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of guy, and then you had Richard Simmons. You know, there, 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 was no, there was no in-between, and that's what we got now with Paul Rudd is the in-between guy. So you could be an everyday man and not have to be to one of those two extremes that we used to have to deal with. Um, and as far as if anybody comes up and wants to talk about, uh, you know, masculinity or, you know, ma- or toxic masculinity, whatever it is that big deal. But when I see the people that complain that, oh, it's, it's, it's the, it's the man card and it's all that. It just, you know, I, I'm like, I, you, you get out of my face. I don't even need to deal with you. You're not even worth my, not even worth my air. And if they continue, you know, and I've had this conversation, you guys have seen me do, do the public speaking and, and we were just out in Vegas and I had to deal and meet with so many people out there. Um, it part of the business, part of the job, right? And they start talking, and you just you just stare at them, and you just that look like, why are you still standing in front of me? I just I'm <laughs> tired of listening to your nonsense. And if they could, and if they persist, you say something like, "Hey, I've got a necklace made of ears." Okay, just leave me alone. I'm, I'm tired <laughs> of dealing with you. So, nice. um, going back to the what, what does what does manhood mean? What what does it mean? Responsibility. I uh, yeah. just yeah. You, 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 Taking Break care of your responsibilities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Taking care mm-hmm. of your responsibilities. Yeah. 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 Be- Taking being, care of what you need to take care of. Being yeah. being responsible. Being responsible. Yep. And it. you know, it's funny, and, and I'm not exempt. I've thrown around the man card uh in conversations before, and and it's usually you know, lighthearted just ribbing of, of somebody that knows that it's just ribbing, but at the same time, um, 
you know, more often than not, when you hear somebody talk about a man card, especially if they're saying that they're going to revoke yours or whatever, I mean, it usually is that guy that that uh, struts around like, you know, like an alpha. And and uh, if, if you follow me on Facebook, you saw this here recently. Um, I think it was one of uh, Carrie Sloan's posts that I shared. Uh, I don't remember exactly who posted it, but I shared it on on my uh sandhills media page but it basically said ladies if he has to tell you he's an alpha he's not an alpha <laughs> <laughs> uh so i mean and, but that that's really those are the guys when you think about it you know the the and um if i step on toes i'm sorry if you like the show but the the guys that we saw on jersey shore you know these are the guys that i mean they're they're sorry those mike are- those aren't guys. Those aren't alphas. Those are those are no, but they are act pretend. like it. Those, those are, are the guys. That are, yeah, they're acting like it because they're trying to they're trying to get people to pay attention to them. Sure, they're, they're no more well, alphas than the Kardashians are. When okay, I think of a quote unquote alpha, when I think of the the guy that has to tell you he's an alpha because if he didn't tell you, he'd never know. The, that's what I think of though. And and no offense to the Jersey Shore guys, I'm sure they're great guys when there's no cameras they, around and, and i know that, they're from jersey they well it's not, not possible, <laughs> not possible. <laughs> okay well we we may have some friends that uh, some mutual friends that that i would love to get in on this conversation i wish they were here with us tonight <laughs> um but no honestly that that's just what i think of when i when i think of the the you know what a toxic male is it's it's not an actual manly man it's it's the 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 little boy that's pretending he's a man but wouldn't know responsibility if it walked up pickup truck sometimes sometimes (laughs) you know what yeah i'm where i'm at in nebraska that's uh you can't use that to separate the men from the boys anymore because it's starting to just become a you know the way but uh in some areas maybe but no i it's the little boy that that wants to be thought of as a man but wouldn't understand what true responsibility was if it walked up and popped him in the nose you know, Again, big difference. Big difference between responsibilities and taking care of your responsibilities. And the remember the old man laws, the man rules. I could probably still quote you most of them. Um, but you know, if you, if you tend to be a little more manly, and I'm not talking about uh, uh, and you said the the alpha male. I'm going to call it the a male because they they're more like an a hole than an alpha male. There you go. The, yeah. Um, but um, they uh, you just just because. Listen, I'm and and those that know me and have gotten to know me. If you want to sit down and have that heart-to-heart conversation and ask me a question, I'm just not that guy. All right, I'm I'm uh, I'm the uh, there there. Feel better. Go away. You know that's 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 who I am. That's just you know that's my nature and my nurture. You know that that's sure. what I've got. Can can I be if I have to? If we're talking life or death, you guys have been there. I'm a suicide counselor. You know I can be right. But but for the for the most part, it's I I listen. I have a I have a enjoy my life i enjoy my life with my family i take care of my responsibilities uh uh but i also uh yeah also got sure. a necklace made of ears you know so sure we want well and and uh i mean that's an aspect that i hadn't really considered that we can get into if 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 we need to tonight but i mean um sensitivity level is going to vary between men i mean some guys are super sensitive to the way other people feel and and some guys aren't i don't know necessarily that overall sensitivity level adds or detracts from what i consider to be a real man um because i mean the some some guys just deal with feelings and some guys don't and that's kind of you know you have to figure that one out on your own um 
but I, I guess it, it's more just a case of, you know, if, uh, how do I say it this way? There's, there's a difference between insisting that there are only two genders and that the government doesn't have the right to tell me that I have to use a certain pronoun for a certain person just because they'll get offended if I don't. And on the other side of that is if you and I are friends and, and you're a transgendered person and you were born as a biological male and you want to be considered a female and you want me to use the name um, and the pronoun that you want me to use and, and we're friends and I respect you and I care about you, then I'm still going to honor that because you're my friend and I respect you and I care about you. But it's the same thing. You know, I can be friends with Yehuda Reamer and, and he and I can disagree on on religion and whether or not Jesus Christ was the, the Messiah. We obviously fundamentally disagree on on that. But Yehuda is my friend. And if if somebody wants to disagree with me on whether or not there are only two genders, then we can disagree on that. But if if they're feeling the same way that I feel, we can be friends and still mutually respect each other well, and care right, about each sure. other. It, it, it comes down to we can have differences of opinion. It's just right, and that's I, what it comes down to. Are you a d hole about it? If you're a right. d hole about it, then we're not going to be friends. You, you know what? I if think we're we gonna. Have... You've inspired me to to coin a new term. Those those alpha guys. We're just going to call them alpha holes. That's, That's what the, the alpha holes. Yep. Alpha holes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. That is a that is a, an Anderson Pivovarsky original there right there. We'll, there you go. We'll, Stamp it. Put it yeah. on his books. There we, go. there we go. It's a new word. Put it in Urban Dictionary. Alpha holes. <laughs> no, but but that's really what it comes down to is, um, you know, there there are tons of people on this planet that I could really care less what their opinion is. Right. But if it's somebody that I do care about, then I care deeply about what their opinion is. That's just how I'm wired. Uh, but but again, I mean, if, if I care about you, I don't care how you want to live your life. If if it's not affecting me in a negative way, then it's, it's not my place to judge it. If if you're a good friend, then I'll be a good friend back. And, and like I said, I'll respect you. Um and I can I can have a belief on this hand and still respect somebody on this hand. And in my mind, they're completely not the same thing. I know people that can't handle that idea, that, that can't handle me thinking one thing is the truth and thinking something else is true about that person, that, you know, two things can be true at the same time. Um, I know I, I've lost friends because they they couldn't. Uh, see that two things can be true at the same time so does that make me a bad person well in their eyes of course it does but in my eyes it, it just means that uh you know i've thought this through and they didn't want to take the time to actually talk it out and maybe that's toxic on their part uh, so and it has nothing to do with being masculine or not some of it's happened more than once it's happened with both genders uh so it's happened with with you know other issues besides besides uh male or female or you know guns or religion or whatever i mean it's you know it's just it's what it is but um it that's that's another thing that comes into play though is when you are truly manly then you can admit that the world doesn't always think like you do and that's okay you can you can deal with that and, and move on with life and and you can handle somebody else having a difference of opinion whereas i again we see a lot of not only alpha holes, but just 
little babies in general these days that right. you know if you're not with us you're against us and if you're against us then if we're good you must be evil so it, right. it's just it 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 pains me to see what is happening because nine out of ten people 99 out of a hundred people that i'm going to talk to have no idea what i'm even talking about because that's not even a thing in their daily life but but you get those certain people well they're the ones that have the voice on the news you know it's it's the when there's a mom's demand action protest and amanda suffolk shows up at on her lunch break with a you know a pro-gun sign and she's the one that gets the news attention yep. you know it's again it's it's she that yeah right and good for amanda but yep. it, it's that it's that notion that the you know the one person who stands out and and has a different voice and a, and a loud voice that's who's going to get the attention right the squeaky wheel and so in that case it was good to be the squeaky wheel but you know normally the the news they don't like the squeaky wheel that squeaks to the side of the right they always like the squeaky wheels on the side of the left those are the ones that help promote the the agendas that need to be promoted in in their minds at least so um all right anybody else uh, that hasn't had a chance to throw something in there yet um as far as just being manly or being not an alpha hole or that I, Brad? I do i i still don't see the connection between this ad with you know getting your man card i get it what they're trying to market somebody made a good comment earlier that it's kind of a way to it's kind of like it's kind of a way of calling you a chicken if you don't you know where's your man card you know if you don't but anyway i, I guess i'm really having trouble seeing the connection between that ad and that firearm and the the command to go kill people i don't understand to go murder innocent people i don't see the connection so i really have trouble understanding how they could say the marketing and the advertising caused this kid to go do this because it's a, a liberal jury in a liberal state court i, I think you're right it. Yeah, the ad I, has I nothing to do with the, the shooting part. Yeah. So I mean, there's Doctor Squash soap ad. They say get your man card back, buy our soap. So now am I going to go take the soap and go throw it through people's like, like windows in their cars or something? I mean, like I don't understand. Is that going to motivate me to do it? Because now I'm an alpha male. Ugh, you know? Maybe they it put was... pheromones in their soap. That yeah. That and now now it means I'm going to go get in bar fights now because I smell like pine trees. I don't understand. Let's let's the, call the it. That's wrong with a good bar fight. Let's yeah, call it what it is. It was a way for opportun opportunistic, greedy people to they saw a way to get a paycheck and take advantage of it. That's all it was. Yeah. It's Here's the other question. It, you it, guys it, mentioned it. the insurance company was in the Northeast. Were they being pressured by politicians to oh, give yeah. in, or maybe somebody's going to revoke yes. their insurance charter if they don't give in Absolutely. and end this and pay up? This, this mean, story popped up back in July when the when the offer first came out. I think the offer the first time around was thirty three million, and everybody balked at them and said, "What are you doing? You, you're, you're representing nobody. Why are you offering up your own money?" And then they spent the next well, that's July. So what's that? Eight nine months ago, uh, yeah. coming up with more money to give them. Uh, it's, it, this has been clear. Being they've been pushed by uh, the branded administration uh, to make this right. This has been remember it was the it was the sand. I'm sorry. It was it was the Sandy Hook kids that they put up on stage with Obama when this happened, uh, with Biden standing in the background. This yeah. has been his agenda since to December 2012 when this happened. This has been a goal of theirs, and it just so happens that this the, the offer comes up when he's the president. It's no coincidence there, guys. This They've been pressured and pressured and pressured to keep their charter and pay out big money. Well, and it's it's funny because Travis and I didn't confer ahead of this, but but what you're saying brings me to one of the one of the points and probably the 
the point that I want to end stuff with tonight. But um, no, I like the fact that Travis that that you can't see that connection. It's good that you can't see that connection. No. But the reason that I wanted to bring this up is because that is ultimately what's happening. This is just one more example of the left using um, using our manhood against us to say that men are violent. And if you are a man, a, a classic traditional male, you are bad. And we don't want that in our society anymore. We've got Gillette putting ads up that say, if a pretty girl walks by a guy and he was going to go walk after her to maybe talk to her, get her number or something, his buddy stops him and says, no, that's not how you roll. I don't know. How does the race, the human race ever How are we going to uh, procreate if we can't right. go get them? I mean, seriously, what are we, what? Again, yeah, we're gone. We're, before, we're dead. I, I know a lot of females who... Granted, they don't want to be completely babied or treated like like they're incapable. I understand that. But if men waited for women to make the first move, there'd be <laughs> almost no procreation ever because that is how the different genders are wired. One yep. is typically the initiator. And, and I'm not a marriage counselor or a therapist or anything like that, but just after 42 years of being on this planet, it seems to me like typically husband starts things and wife either lets it happen or shuts him down because she needs to go to sleep, has a headache, whatever is the case, right? It's, it's that old, you know, yeah, I mean, it's that old cliche, right? So, um, in the rut, right? So, <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is just because a man is interested in a, in a woman and wants to talk to her and ask her out that in itself is not toxic. Now, if she says, you know, step off and, and he doesn't take a hint, then again, that's part of being, sometimes it's part of being a young, dumb male. Sometimes it's part of being a, an alpha hole, but um, that's not, that's not cool. But what I'm saying is that if you're a man, you're inherently violent, you're inherently evil. We want to eradicate manhood as we all know and agree on it uh, from our society and this is just another way of saying that, you know, violence is bad. All violence is bad. Now, I'm here to say that all violence is, is, uh, is undesirable, right? We don't, we don't want the recipient. Well, but, but if, if, if there was a way to live in our society without violence, if violence was unnecessary, truly unnecessary, before we get into the caveats. If, if there were no need for violence, I would be okay with that because I don't want to be violent. Um, <clears throat> now, having said that, the, the main point that I wanted to work around to tonight is that if you are not capable of violence, then you are not peaceful. You are... Uh, how does that work? You're not peaceful. You are... Um, Harmless. Harmless. Thank you. Completely drew a blank. Uh, I believe that was, who did we credit that to? It's been a couple months back now. Jordan Peterson, I think we credited that one too. If you're not capable of great violence, then you cannot be peaceful. You can only be harmless. And, and that's really what it also a huge factor in my mind of being um, 
being a man is being a protector. Now, women can be protectors too, and a lot of women are. In fact, more women than ever are becoming their own protectors, right? Or their own first responders. Right. And so that's a great thing. Uh, men, women, doesn't matter, but this is part of being a man, has always been part of being a man since the first men were created on the planet is being the protectors, being the warriors, right? Most cultures, the, the men are the warriors. Very few cultures have female warriors. Um, and so, uh, that's just the way that it is always been. Um, the only way to have peace is to prepare for war and the mutually assured destruction is what kept us all alive during the cold war. The fact that if Moscow launched missiles, the, yeah, they could wipe most of us off the, the face of the earth, but we'd retaliate and our missiles would be in the air before their missiles landed and so it was a suicide button press. And that's what kept Reagan and Gorbachev and everybody else from, from launching those missiles. And in my day, it was Reagan and Gorbachev. I'm not as old as maybe some people on the panel that remember presidents from before that. But um, that's, that's the whole reason why they never fired missiles, because they knew that the toll on their own country would be too great as well, and there was no way to avoid it. So the fact that, you know, you call it a standoff, whatever you want, but both sides are pointing guns at each other, but there's no way to fire your gun without the other guy killing you too. Okay, that's a pretty good reason to not fire your gun, right? So really, that's kind of what I want to get into is, is what it means to be, you know, able to be violent and, and having the wisdom to, um, and the capacity to forego the violence unless there's no other choice, which as, as uh, you know, firearms enthusiasts and, and legal concealed carriers, right? Nobody carries a gun because they want to get into a gunfight. They carry a gun because if a gunfight comes to them, they want to have a gun in it. That's really what it comes down to. I don't want to be caught with a knife in a gunfight. So um, unless I'm in a school or some other gun-free zone where I don't get any choice. Uh a what? What? A gun-free zone? What is that? It is a place that is designed to uh, get innocent people killed. <sighs> Sounds like a mystical fairyland with unicorns and <laughs> right? purple diamonds. And <laughs> What is this utopia you speak of? <laughs> yeah, it's that, that's that land where violence <laughs> is not necessary, nor is it allowed. There's a sign that says you can't be Back. violent. I believe so. Sandy Hook and Newtown was a, was a gun-free zone. I think you might be right. As was Marjorie Stoneman Douglas and a number <laughs> and of others. All the other zones where this stuff yeah. happens. Yeah, Pulse yeah. Nightclub and and all those places. Yeah. yeah. What is it since they started paying attention in the fifties? Ninety-eight and a half percent of mass yep. shootings have been in gun-free zones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every every time these people like my mom's whatever the group is, they're like, we need to make every place a gun-free zone. I mean. Do they not realize where all these things happen? Well, and I find that makes me think of New York City getting prepared for the NYSRPA judgment yeah. coming out here. Um, you know, New York City is working to make sure that every place that they can control, they're going to make it to where you can't uh, carry a firearm concealed. And and that makes me think right now, I mean, <laughs> New York's already a place that I don't want to go to because I can't go there armed. Uh, I want to go see it sometime, but 
it's not that high on my list until such time as I feel like I can get out. Uh, Patience, grasshopper. Patience. Right? The, the, the Supreme Court will get there. Thank you, Kwai Chang Kane. Other than like a, an actual somewhere where there's a war going on or somewhere where there's munitions or explosives, I can't think of very many places that are more dangerous to be than a gun-free zone. No, you're you're absolutely right. And and these cities that have the strictest gun laws, I mean, clearly they're working because they're the safest places in America. New York, Chicago, Milwaukee, uh, Baltimore. These are great places to visit, right? Washington, D.C. is so safe that, uh, you know, Congresswoman Boebert can walk from her office to her to her uh, apartment uh, unarmed, right? Because she's totally safe. She's, she's a tiny little uh, framed person like she is. Nobody would ever uh confront her especially doing what she does for a living right no she goes she's armed in her office she's armed in every room in that building she can be armed in and so because she knows that she's not big enough strong enough to fight over you know fight off an average sized male let alone multiple attackers and she's smart about it um but but that's the whole point is that um She's not a violent person. She doesn't go armed because she intends on getting into an argument on a floor debate, at, you know, in the house chamber. And she's not going to pull out her gun and and threaten any of her her colleagues. That is only there because if she needs it, she wants to be able to have it available. And that's why all of us have our our uh, defense firearms of choice because again, if we need it, we want to have it there. It's just like a fire extinguisher. Um, but that's, I I can't say this enough that if you want to be peaceful, you've got to be capable of violence. Otherwise you're, you're just a non-combatant. You're a, uh, what is it? You're an NPC, right? A non-playable character. You you don't even, you don't even count. You you don't even matter in the storyline. You're just, you're just a a red shirt and you're probably not going to make it back uh, to the enterprise. So... Yeah, good time. I used to have to wear a bright red shirt every day at work, and, and we all hated it because we knew we knew what that meant back then. <laughs> it was awesome. Red shirt, black pants. No, no, I don't want to die. <laughs> For anybody who's totally confused right now, go watch Star Trek. Pay attention. The original. The Star original Trek. series when they yes. send an away team to the surface of the planet. It's always the no-name guy in the red shirt that gets eaten by the big monster alien or, or shot or something. So, so, so one day me and my partner are done with work. We were at a training day. And if you're an instructor, what color shirt do you wear? Oh, I'll get, I'll tell you when I get there. Okay. Instructors wear wear red shirts. Okay. Red shirts, red, it's the red shirt, red shirts, the instructor shirt. Okay. And uh, and him and I, him and I stop one day and we're both wearing red shirts and khaki pants. And we stop at target on the way home to, 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 to grab some stuff. And, and it took me probably 10 minutes to, to realize why people were stopping and asking me where everything was in the store because I was wearing <laughs> the Target uniform of the khaki pants with the red shirt. I had that same experience here a couple of years ago with khaki pants and a blue shirt walking through Walmart. Oh, there you go. There you go. Blue yeah. short sleeve. I mean, it's a it's a you know polo shirt like this one, bright blue. The company that I work for that has nothing to do with Walmart logo right here on my shirt where this one is, <laughs> which... And I, and I, I, was, I think I was even on on lunch break or something. I had my name tag on, and it's got the company logo that I work for as well. And still, people are asking me where stuff is, and and so um, 
It was. I mean, I told him the wrong corner of the store, sent him on a complete <laughs> wild goose chase. It was awesome. Sometimes I, I stop and wonder the people that have stopped and asked me for directions if they ever actually found where they were going. It's back there in sporting goods by the ammunition. That's it. Yep. It's over in it's over in the pool section. Yep. If you, if you go over there by the uh, the tire center and look for Lou, and Lou knows where this stuff. Lou can help you. Go find Lou. Yep. And there's, they're not going to show you Lou. You're going to have to beg. <laughs> I go to Shields often enough, and I usually have a shirt like this on, or but it's white. And yeah, they'll think I'm one of the managers there and want to help in the gun section. I'm like, no, I'm just here looking at guns just like the rest of you. But you have a beard. Shields doesn't allow beards. People don't that, know that, though. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, Disney World? <laughs> mustache and goatee, at least, I think. Unless Shields, they restrict that. Shields is something like Disney World. It, they've got rides and food. Yeah, and, yeah there's uh, a Ferris wheel. It's the world's most happiest place for men. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I, I get my man card back every time I walk in the door. And then I go ride the Ferris wheel. <laughs> what magazine was I just reading? It might be in Guns Magazine um, or American Handgun. Or one of them has a, a feature about gun sight. And uh, one of the gun writers says, uh, to, to heck with Disneyland. It's This is the happiest place on earth. So I need to get out there sometime. Yeah. Good stuff. It's on my bucket list. Um all right, so we're going to start wrapping things up. Um, as far as being manly, being a protector, being um, being able to be violent but not being violent, uh, anybody have anything else that you want to add before we wrap things up there? There were some people that made some comments I noticed over in the chat saying, oh, I hope that you know GM doesn't get sued now because they showed that Camaro doing cookies in that parking lot in that commercial before it peeled uh, out, you know. Even though it says professional driver on a closed course, you know, do not try. Right. I just, I'm worried about the litigation that everybody now, anyone's going to go after now because the ad made him do it, you know? Well, especially since the administration forced him to do part of this, does that mean they can sue the airplane manufacturer that flew out when they took everybody out of That's part of our administration. Yeah. Yeah, it, may, it makes one just kind of stop and, and scratch your head a little bit and, and wonder, you know, every every time we hear about this, though, but I remember being a kid, and, and let me date myself a little bit, but I was still a kid, I can't tell you what grade, um, when the big lawsuit happened, when that hot McDonald's coffee, you know, the lady spilled it in her lap and, and oh sued McDonald's because yeah. she didn't get a warning that this, was, this hot coffee was actually going to be hot, which, you know, ever since that day... I've stopped being surprised when people get away with this kind of stuff, which is why I always say what I say. If, if we just took all warning labels away, it would only take about three generations to breed most of the stupid out of the herd. They'd kill themselves off and, yep. and we'd be better off because of the, you know, getting cold. And I'm, I'm totally willing to admit that I may find out I'm one of the stupid ones and I get killed off too. And if that's the case, then the herd's better off for it. If I'm one of the dumb ones. You know, I, I get that. Um, Thank but you, I, <laughs> I just think that we should uh, maybe do away with some some warning labels. You know, the who is it? Bill Engvall that got got rich by talking about the here's your sign. You know, if you uh, look at the the little cardboard sleeve on a fan belt for a car motor. And, and I've looked at these. It's true. It does say make sure you shut off the motor before you try to change this. I mean. Honestly, you know, how many fingers did somebody lose before they started printing that on there? 
just makes you wonder. I'm agreed. Let's get rid of the warning labels. We'll uh, let's we'll, get rid we'll of them. Weed, we'll weed out the yep. week pretty quickly. Yep, it'll take it'll it, it'll take more than one generation. I think it'll take part of the third generation to get them all weeded out. But uh, you know, fourth generation, pretty sure it's going to be mostly rocket scientists <laughs> and engineers. So that's who's going to still be alive yeah. and figure stuff out. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, uh, if you get rid of all the warning signs and everything, Darwin will be in full swing. So just for the sake of fairness, G-Webs has a different opinion. He's a pro old lady in that fight. Uh, McDonald's got away with scalding many people for no reason. And he would suggest checking out the details of the case. So we will have to uh, do that. You have homework, kids. Everybody, go check that out on your old on your own time. And uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I've had this wrong in my brain the whole time. Um, it's never happened before. I've never been wrong about anything. <laughs> I thought I was wrong once, but I was mistaken. Yes. Can we sense. ask Sand Hill's sweetheart if that's true? She knows that I'm full of crap. She knows that I was wrong twice before I met her. <laughs> okay, so that being said, um, I will... Uh, yeah, DJ is very right out there. Social Darwinism, most definitely a thing. Um, or it's most deaf. We could be talking... Are we talking about rappers now? Did we rappers. turn into a rap chat? I don't know what's happening out there, DJ. Um, I'm not up to speed on, on all of the... Uh, all of the the rap scene I, I must admit as a dj myself i seriously lack there um <laughs> agorizer yes you are supposed to turn the motor off before you change the fan belt i didn't know you didn't know i could have saved you a couple fingers i'm sorry that's why they call them lefty you know i have <laughs> hey. the, i have mounted the fan oh. belt on there on an older engine by when you get it on there but you just can't get it quite all the way there you have somebody key it after you pull the the uh the, the cap off the distributor so it will not yeah. fully start yeah. you get it most of the way there you have somebody key the engine turn it over so you can pop the belt the rest of the way on i am guilty True, but... of that myself on irrigation motors on yeah. industrial motors on tractors and pickups and cars but let me if ask you both if you get the rotation of the motor right or else it just keeps flipping it off, and then yeah, you're just screwed. Sure, but but let me ask you both this: when when the the uh, starter was actually being hit, where were your thumbs? Out of the road, way out of the road. And, and nobody even out had to tell you that. You just knew. Uh, okay, so clarification: DJ says uh, most def is a truncation of most definitely and the musician. So all right, so most def is most def. Okay to say, I guess. Okay. Um, we're going to wrap things up and give everybody back the rest of their evening here. Um, so uh, if you have comments, questions, things that we didn't uh, talk about, go ahead and drop those comments right now as we're going through. And we will uh, get to all the important stuff that we need to get to. Uh, before we wrap things up, I just want to mention one more time that we were brought to you live tonight on multiple platforms by uh, Garrett Keel at Open Country Firearms in Osmond, Nebraska. Let's get that back up on the screen. There he is. Uh, Garrett's goal with Open Country was to create a great storefront 
and assist responsible gun owners in new and used purchases, custom orders, transfers, and more. He's always been an advocate for the Second Amendment and thought opening his own gun store would be an excellent way to help shooters get what they want and connect with new people. You can call Garrett at 402-841-0970 or visit OpenCountryFirearms.com for some of the best deals on new and used firearms, ammunition, and now suppressors. Just keep in mind he is at his busy time of year with his day job. So uh, if you call him, you might have to leave a voicemail. And if you go to the website, he may or may not have had time to, to keep things updated. So uh, leave a message and he will get back to you and set up a time for you just to come and check out all the cool stuff that he has. But uh, judging by the selection that uh, he had on the table the last time I saw him about three, four weeks ago now at a gun show, um, he's he's got some some inventory back in there. He's getting stocked back up. So that's a good thing. Uh, so thanks, Garrett, for, again, helping us uh, stay on the air and for everything that you do. And uh, my last purchase actually came through, Garrett, when I was at that gun show. Uh, uh, to get the instructor business up and running, I decided I better have a good, uh, well, I wanted another good 22 automatic. And uh, since I, I carry the Glock 19, I thought we'll give the Glock 44 a whirl and uh I went out a couple days ago and ran, what did I run? Over 200 rounds through it. Uh, and it was all the same. I think I've got a box of it right back here. I'm not going to touch it. I don't know if ammo counts as a firearm, but I'm not touching it on a live broadcast. <laughs> but it's the uh, it's the copper-plated Aguila is what I ran through it. Um, I had a few, uh, few misfires, which, I mean, it's rimfire ammo. Um, it's a 22. Yeah, it's a 22. And I had a couple uh couple double feeds and that was that was it. Um and so it's a 22. <laughs> exactly. So it's it, yeah, it's not something that you should always trust your life with, but it's a great trainer. Uh what I like about it is the fact that it's the exact size, shape, dimension fits all the holsters that the Glock 19 does. Yep. And so that's yep. why I bought it. So we can get people started on 22, move up to 9. Uh, as they get comfortable, uh, but we we won't start with the nine in case anybody has a flinch. The twenty-two really helps cut down on that. So that was the thinking. Um, great little gun. If you've been thinking about a twenty-two, honestly, and here I I put two magazines through the TX twenty-two. Then I put it down and went back to the Glock and finished out my box of of. I had a two hundred and fifty round box, and all but thirty-two rounds went through the Glock. So, um, love the TX-22, but I really like that Glock 44. It's a good gun. And I don't get paid by Glock to say that. Although, Gaston, if you're listening, I would sure love a sponsorship. Oh, oh Gaston. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that was a French Gaston, though. Not you're on Austrian. mute, Paul. You're on mute, Paul. We didn't hear the rant. Gaston, if you're listening, I'm waiting for the Glock that shoots 4570. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's the new carbine one. Yes, please. That's the Glock carbine. I think it comes out in the beginning of April. <laughs> what show? We just watched a cop show here recently. I can't think of what it was now. And they had uh, um, the the gun that, that the bad guy was using to kill somebody was a Glock 25. They never did address the fact that that gun can't be imported into the states i have no idea how they got it because uh, they didn't talk about how they got that gun into the states 
but uh glock does make a 380 we just can't get them here did they uh did they well they make two 380s but the glock 25 is the only one we can't get here you're right um the glock 42 is a three it's true the glock 42 Uh, i forgot um, about him but i know what you're talking about it's the same size as the 26 27 yeah um the um uh uh did they mention the Glock Seven with the with the porcelain? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't. But I have heard that it costs more than you make in a month. Oh, it's it is it is pricey. It is pricey. way more. <laughs> <laughs> well, more than he makes. Maybe not more than I make. You'd be surprised <laughs> what I make in a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Uh, that's a Die Hard reference for those of you that missed out on Die Hard Two. Die Harder. <laughs> oh no, it was the original. It was the original Die Hard, wasn't it? No, it was two. It was with the. Uh, Dennis Franz. Yeah, yeah. Sipowitz from NYPD yeah. Blue. Yep, yep. Yep. He wasn't in the first one. It was the he was the chief of the airport security. That's yep. right. And he wouldn't listen to Bruce Willis. He just shut him off. So all right, good time. That's a great movie. If you want to know how a true uh murder investigation or shooting crime scene should be preserved, go watch that show and see how well they do. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um all right, we're going to wrap things up and go back around the horn and just give everybody a chance to uh, give any final thoughts, as we always do. So uh, we'll just go in reverse order again. Pat, we'll start with you. Final thoughts, and where can people hear more of what you have to say? Um, you can find me on uh, YouTube uh, at Pat Hirsch. It's not Pat out of bunker, but I'm getting ready to change everything up around, so it will be Pat in a bunker here in the very near future. Cool. Um, but yeah, as far as the whole night's conversation went with guns and everything, at the end of the day, a gun is a tool, just like a knife or a pair of pliers or a car or anything. You can't blame the tool. It is the person wielding that tool that literally gets them in trouble or incarcerated or dead nope that's all i got to say all right and and i agree it's it's not about the tool it's uh it's about uh gun control is never about the gun right it's always about the control so all right pat thanks for being here and uh for your your nuggets of wisdom as we've gone along tonight uh mike any uh closing thoughts for you and then where can people listen or or hear or read what you have to say listen hey it's, it's definitely a tool but weapons are also part of my religion just make sure we're clear on that okay sure um, <laughs> yeah i'm an american weapons are part of my religion <laughs> uh uh, arms room radio that's the place yeah you can tell all over the place uh, arms room mike uh arms room radio is the place on saturdays three to five and then i'm on i don't know a bunch of other things there's there's a lot to list so just uh find me on the radio and we'll have a good time together all right you still doing the rundown still doing the rundown five o'clock every day do the uh the daily bullet on thursdays uh every other saturday i think paul's got a new schedule for us um i i don't know i really i just you want to do something sure i'll do it um I've had some time recently. That's how we got hooked up. So I've had a great time doing uh, doing the show with you over the past couple of months on and off. So Heck yeah, uh, appreciate, appreciate the invite back. You betcha. All right. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Travis, anything that you uh, want to wrap things up with? And then where can no. you? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just interesting to see where this is going to go or if we start to hear about more litigation cases coming for this or maybe not because it wasn't actually a judge's decision. So I don't know if it really sets a precedent. To me, it was more of an out of out of court insurance settlement than anything. But still, it's fuel for the, the left's fire, I guess you could say, to justify going after more. Um, no, otherwise, that's about it. And I appreciate the invite. And just uh, check out my channel on YouTube, Travis P11. And then we will be doing a Caliber Corner podcast at 8 a.m. Central Time on Travis P11. So. There you go. Check it out. Can you uh, can you imagine if we'd have had this litigious society the way that it is back in the 80s? Can you imagine how many kids would have been getting hurt and suing Kool-Aid when they couldn't just they bounced yeah. off a brick wall and couldn't bust through it? Well, I'm going to sue McDonald's when I need my first bypass because they make, you know, I'm loving it. I'm loving it, you know, and so, you know, they make the food look so fun in the commercials or, you know. I'm going to sue Oneida. <laughs> I missed Discovery. my chance, man. I missed my chance. I'm, I'm, yeah, oh, yeah. Silverware company <laughs> down. They're paying for all my medical bills because they make go after Under Armour when I get injured playing flag football with my friends because you know they make it look like it's something fun to do. You yep. know, you gotta get your man card, you gotta go play touch. Yep, I twisted my ankle. Well, I'm suing Reebok. That's right, that's right. Yep, yep. Yeah, no, it could get that done that really quick too. Oh, we are. We're getting to that point. Trust me, we'll get there. We're, it's we're it's joking scary. now, but yeah, it's again, it's idiocracy. Like they said, fifty years from now, it's curious to see how well this eight five years. It's got, from it's now. got electrolytes, John. It's got electrolytes. That's why you. Oh, it's got electrolytes. Yeah. It's true. That's true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Travis. Thanks for being here, uh, Paul. Uh, still, uh, still holding it down there in the Enterprise. I see. Yes, sir. Anything, um, anything you need to wrap up with here? Well, I would like to, if I could, if you're if you're watching and you're interested in gun rights, I'm going to ask you to download the Ops Lens app. That's O P S L E N S. That I'm going to be broadcasting from there Saturday live from Phoenix when they have their big Second Amendment rally from the state capitol. Awesome. It's going to be from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, I do not know what time that Phoenix does this thing where they do not shift time zones. So uh, just Saturday, keep checking the Ops Lens app. We're going to be broadcasting every bit of that Second Amendment rally live as it happens. I fly out there tomorrow. I fly back Sunday. So uh, if you're if you would like to catch that Second Amendment rally, my boss, Alan Gottlieb, is going to be speaking. Cheryl Todd of Gun Freedom Radio is going to be speaking whole lot of great Second Amendment speakers are going to be there. If you'd like to catch it, download the Ops Lens app and catch it live. There you go. You can also go to the website, Second Amendment Rally. That is the number 2ND, Amendment Rally, AZ.com. And GunWebs, uh, GWebs has uh, that forward slash vendors dash corner. So I'm not sure what the what the vendor's corner part of that is, but go check it out and uh, go in there. So if you're not, if you can't see the screen, it's 2ndamendmentrallyaz.com, secondamendmentrallyaz.com, and then uh, go check it out from there. But yeah, download the OpsLens app on your phone, tablet, whatever you have, and uh, and check that out if you can while it's live. What are the hours again on that one? It's nine to three and I'll be doing interviews in and out. You'll be able to catch those on the daily bullet next week. I'll okay. be interspersing some of those. All righty. And the daily bullet is on when 
That's uh, 5 p.m. Central Time, the only time zone that matters True. every Monday through Friday. And you catch that on the Polite Society podcast, Facebook, and YouTube page. All right. So Opsland's app to watch the rally and uh, Polite Society podcast page and app to, uh, or channel rather, to uh, to get to the, the interviews. Awesome. Um, enjoy enjoy your time out there in phoenix it's going to be a little bit a little bit nicer on the old joints than it is in sioux falls this week i bet 77 degrees is the high for saturday i'm liking that nice it almost got it almost got to a freezing point almost got up to the freezing point here today 26 yeah yeah all right uh defense dad you can bat clean up tonight for us okay Oh, good discussion. I think it was a good show. Um, that's about it. If you want to check out my stuff, I'm on Defense Dad on YouTube. Uh, been doing some nerdy photography stuff on Defense Dad 1 on Instagram. If you want to check that out, and that's about it. Working that uh, that cool camera setup on, on the new phone there. Yep, this one right here. So, cool. So there's some cool pictures. I started, I've got that phone, and I've been playing around with some of, some of the stuff that camera can do, and it's it's, uh, it's a little scary. Uh, it's a lot nicer than my last one, I can tell you that. Especially if you want to take a picture of something really, really tiny and see it in great detail uh, up close. Like if you've if you've got a hard time reading little bitty numbers or letters on something, uh, you can snap a picture of it and and uh, zoom that in on your phone screen. And it's uh, there's a little life hack for you, kids, in case you don't need glasses yet. But sometimes things are just a little too small to read. Uh, you can use your phone for that. Yeah, if it's you're like me, if, if you need bifocals, don't have them yet. You just read through the camera. There you go. That works too. And then uh, also, real quick here, I want to put this up, Paul. If you want to take some of the Phoenix weather with you, you uh, G Web says they've got more than enough to go around. They'll send some weather home with you. Speaking as a motorcycle rider, I would love to bring all that weather home. See, if you're going to bring the 77 degree weather, then you can sprinkle some of it. Uh, over us uh, on your way through <laughs> but if you are going to bring any of that 115 in the shade crap then you just leave that down there if you want so, some you got to take all uh, which is why i don't want any because i don't want all so you can you can always it, it gets cold i can put layers on and nobody gets offended but uh you know i can only take off layers for so long before people start calling the cops on me and i'm not talking about being full nude i'm just talking about <laughs> once that sh- that last shirt comes off people are starting to hide their kids and and uh, losing their lunch and shut up mike <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to see that <laughs> i'm happy for you 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 have you enjoy it because i only think it's humid here <laughs> so Phoenix is 115 in the shade and like 0% humidity. And uh, Orlando, when it's 73 degrees in the summertime, probably feels like it's 115. So, yeah, and they've got the mosquitoes that are about this big, you know. Is that what happens? All the Minnesota state birds go to Florida for the summer. Is that Mm -hmm. how that works? People, people don't understand how humid it gets here. I mean, it, it will get to 100% humidity and not be raining. We'll be begging for rain so the humidity will go down. Right. I mean, you can go outside and grit your teeth and get a glass of water just by doing that. Do a backstroke to your car. Absolutely. Yep. 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 And I am not built to where that, uh, that, doesn't, that doesn't do me any good. I need gills. 
if I'm going to be in that much humidity and I don't have any. So, or a snorkel or something. So, all right. Well, everybody on the panel, I appreciate all of you uh, hopping in here tonight and, and helping me talk about some of this stuff. Um, we are going to acknowledge those of you that are out there in the live chat. So who'd we have tonight? We had Mike, we had Pat Hirsch, Defense Dad, both of those guys doing double duty, Scott79, Burgers J, G Webs, Keith Gregory, Patriot in the Dark. He's just here for Sandhill's sweetheart. Um I sometimes I wonder about that. You just keep your distance, sir. She's taken. <laughs> if I had to tell you to stay away from my girl, she wouldn't be my girl. <laughs> stay, away from, stay away from my girl. All right. Uh, it's all fun and games. G23, Agorizer, Gizzard Gary, Tara Smith's Kitchen, DJ Play Nice, Guns and Barbecue, The Gun Foodie. Patrick, I didn't even see you out there. Oh, Howdy. there's Patrick. Yeah. Um, and Vash Matrix rounding us out. So if if we missed you, it's because you weren't commenting enough and we didn't notice. By we, I mean my beautiful producer didn't uh, see you and, and welcome you into the chat. Um, or it's because you didn't comment at all and we didn't even know you were out there. So uh, please drop those comments. Join us again next week. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about. Um, but uh, uh, I've got something kind of in the back of my mind. I think we might talk a little bit about violence again. Um, and how silence is some people think silence is violence some people think words are violence i think that uh neither one is violence and we're going to kind of unwrap that a little bit i think next week so uh anybody that wants to be in on that conversation you know where to tune in same bat time same bat channel uh next thursday night eight o'clock central time like paul said the only time zone that matters uh so we're going to uh, <laughs> you're a little outnumbered tonight um enjoy your 73 degree weather your time zone doesn't matter the heck with you um on behalf of pat and mike and travis and paul and defense dad and sandhill sweetheart and of course myself thank you all of you for joining us thanks for making this what it is uh thanks to our sponsors uh open country firearms and a few more that i'm working with to get up on the screen as well to uh to keep things going um stay tuned in on the uh the facebook page if you want some uh some updates as we go along if you care at all about the uh, the instructor business that i'm working on starting and and growing uh, i'm putting some updates there and you can find a uh a link over to um that facebook page and you know what it'd be really dumb of me not to mention this as we're going along here so uh let me type this in real quick onto the chat go check us out the website's up and running it's not uh 100 done we're still working on a real logo but uh the website at least is up and live so you can go check that out and uh that is sandhillsdefense.com working on a tagline too i think we're gonna go with something like uh be your own first responder um something like that is is what we're all about so all right go uh but yeah go check us out on facebook and keep up with those um with those updates as well because things are there's just a couple things left to fall into place and that logo getting finalized is one of them before we go big time getting the the brand recognition out there so um all right uh i think that's it if you if you missed us go ahead and drop comments 
even after the fact. Let us know what you think. Let us know your ideas of what it means to be manly, uh, manly or masculine or toxic or uh, an alpha hole or any of that stuff. Uh, you can let us know your comments, your thoughts on the Remington uh, uh, settlement if you want to. Um or, or any of that part two, the Bushmaster stuff. Uh, I just want to know what you think. I want to know your opinions. I, I care about, uh, kind of, I kind of care what you have to say. Uh, I really do want to know where people stand on this, though, and just kind of get a cross-section of, of our, our viewership and our listeners. So if you're catching this on the audio, please share that link as well. We're, we're all over the place, wherever audio podcasts are. Um, and I, I always forget to mention this. If you are a Spotify user you can actually watch the videos uh on spotify too not only youtube and facebook so uh they don't post until a week later this one will be up next thursday at five central is when it drops on spotify and anchor and and apple and google and and stitcher and soundcloud and what else am i missing iHeartRadio and pandora and all the podcast places but spotify lets you watch the video Uh, so go check that out All right. uh, That's it. We're going to get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for being here. God bless you. We love you. But you got to get out of here. Get off my lawn. Stay safe. Carry your weapon.